Hello, my loves. Welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for today's episode, per usual, (laughs) because today we're going to be talking all about three unexpected gut health and bloating tips that I have for you. Yes, we have not talked about gut health in a minute, and I feel like I used to talk about gut health like all the time. And the idea of some things that have really helped me personally with my bloating and my gut health, and I used to struggle in the past with being constantly bloated and having gut health issues literally all the time. I have a full podcast episode that talks just about my gut health, you know, journey. So if you want to know even more details about it, feel free to go check out that episode. But in general, I was just thinking about some main changes and some big things regarding gut health that I've personally noticed within myself that have made the biggest difference that I don't see enough people talking about. And I think that these are a little bit less of the like mainstream, you know, tips that you would maybe find because most tips would be coming around, you know, coming out around food and cutting certain things out and adding a certain supplement. And these tips really have nothing to do with any of that because I personally believe that the body, the mind, the spirit is so interconnected. Like I'm such a big believer in holistic health, which really takes into account your mind, emotional, physical, spiritual health. Like everything is so interconnected and it's not just, you know, our gut is isolated on its own. It's not like our gut is just by itself and the only thing that matters is every little single thing we're eating and supplement that we're taking and that's it. Like, no, that's not how it works. Our bodies and our mind is so connected. And everything that kind of happens to us and that we deal with on a day-to-day basis can affect our gut health and therefore affect our bloating and how frequently and how much we are bloating. And I know how uncomfortable bloat can be. Like, I get it. I was there. I still get there sometimes. I still bloat sometimes for sure. It's not like some foolproof method. But I know what it feels like to even just like wake up uncomfortably bloated and to just feel like it never goes away and it's just constant. Like, I used to be there and it is horrible. It's horrible. I literally send my heart out to anyone who might be struggling with that who's listening right now. And I just want you to know that it doesn't have to always be this way. It won't always be this way. You might be struggling right now, but that doesn't mean that you're going to have these issues and that you're going to be struggling with it forever. So keep that in mind as you're listening to this episode. I hope it gives you a little bit of hope. And I hope that these tips really help you just more in your day-to-day life to really make some small shifts that can make a really big impact on your gut health, your bloating, and overall how you feel. So with that being said, let's jump into tip number one for unexpected gut health and bloating tips. Tip number one might be the most important, which is lowering your stress levels. Yes, I swear this was the biggest game changer for me when it came to my gut health and bloating was literally just not being stressed about every single thing anymore and more importantly or specifically was not stressing out about every single thing that I was eating and putting into my body 
I used to struggle so much with stressing out over literally every little thing that I was putting into my body and if I would go out to eat I would stress over what I was going to order at the restaurant and then even while I was eating it I was worried about how it was going to make me feel or what it was going to do to my body and then just every day was like a constant battle between myself and in my mind around what I was going to eat and how the food was going to make me feel and stressing out over you know foods maybe if it would be a little bit more out of my control like going on vacation or going out to eat whatever the case might have been I would just stress over every single thing that I was putting into my body and how do you think your body's gonna react if your mind is already stressing yourself out about what you're eating truly think about it for a second if you are eating something and you're telling yourself, oh my gosh, this is so bad. I can't believe I'm eating this. Oh no, I'm going to feel like shit. This is, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed. How, uh, you know, you get the point, okay? <laughs> How do you think your digestion and your body is going to respond to that kind of energy? of you already stressing yourself out about what you're eating. Like you're literally eating it and you're already stressing out about the food, okay? Versus imagine you're eating and you're telling yourself, wow, I'm so grateful for this food. This food tastes amazing. I'm going to savor this food. I'm going to enjoy every bite. I'm going to enjoy every second. I'm going to show my body some gratitude and gratitude for this food and wow this is just an amazing experience I'm enjoying this time with my friends and I'm really being present in the moment and I'm so happy that I have food that's going to nourish my body do you see the difference in those two energies and we can't just think about our guts our gut health in a vacuum like I said before that mentality, whichever mentality you choose to approach your food and meals with, is going to impact your digestion. It is going to impact how that food gets digested because your mind will tell your body if this, if this food is safe, if it's good for you, if you can relax your body to get to the, to get to the point where it wants to digest this food because you're telling your body that this is good. It is nourishment. You know, really use this as nourishment. Or you're stressing your body out and making it seem like a bad thing, like a hostile environment. So what do you think your body's going to do? It's not going to digest it the same. It's going to close up. It's going to stop digestion, if anything. It's going to do its best to not really like go through the process of digestion because you're telling your body that this is not safe. You're creating an environment where your body is not able to be in a rest and digest mode just from literally what you're telling yourself. And so if there's one piece of advice I can impart on you from this episode, it is to stop stressing out about what you're eating. Just don't worry so much about it. Because at the end of the day, stressing about what you're eating is going to do more harm than eating the damn thing itself. Let me tell you, 
it is going to do more harm than eating the thing itself. So please trust me on this, that if you are, you know, worrying about what you're eating or if you're going into an environment that makes you a little bit nervous or anxious about food, just try this. Just try to challenge yourself for one time and one time only. See what happens if you can challenge yourself to just throw your hands up and say, you know what? I'm going to approach this meal with nourishment, with gratitude, with love and respect for my body. And let's see what happens. Let's see the difference that happens as a result of this. And you can even take like a literal minute or two minutes before you eat to just sit with yourself, close your eyes and and envision the food nourishing your body, your digestion being great and telling yourself you're so grateful. Like take a moment to allow your body to get to that state because your digestion will be different if you do so. And so when I talk about stress levels, of course, you know, stressing about food is a huge piece, but I'm talking stress in all areas of our life as well. I think the the one about food gets a little bit overlooked because of course you hear stress and you think about like, oh, stress with work, stress with stress with school. Like we know all about that kind of stress and we don't really think about the stress that we impart on ourselves when it comes to eating. But of course, all stress is going to be affecting the gut. And especially as women, stress and the gut go literally hand in hand. They are so interconnected, it's not even funny. And so whatever you are spending your energy stressing about is what's going to be held in your gut. I swear. I've noticed this within myself that when I'm super stressed, my digestion is slower. I feel more sluggish. I'm more bloated. Like my my gut is not as good. I feel like a little bit more anxious in my stomach. Like, you know, when you have that pit in your stomach, yeah, that can happen from like anxiety or stress. That really affects our gut and our gut health and our digestion. And so if you are living a life right now that is very stressful and you're like, okay, Rebecca, that's great and all. Obviously, I'd love to reduce my stress levels, but I have a stressful job and what am I supposed to do about it? Okay, I get it. I was in a very stressful situation too. My corporate job, I used to work 90 hours a week. I was miserable. I was depressed and I had a very, very stressful situation. However, there is no excuse. I'm going to call you out right here, right now. There are still things that you can control. I understand there are things out of your control, like, you know, sometimes at work, at school, things that happen, whatever the case might be. But there is always something that is in your control. And what I mean by that, it can be as simple as creating a de-stressful, a non-stressful morning routine, a nice nighttime routine, a way to set yourself up for the day so that you create a solid internal foundation within yourself so that no matter what happens the rest of your day, you've already set yourself up for success. You're, you're like, you, you know, you're good. You're good. You have a solid morning routine so that your internal state of being is already successful and not stressed out. Versus if you just go straight into your day without priming your body and mind first to like be resilient and to handle stress better, then of course you're going to get way more stress throughout the day. But if you start your morning by not checking your phone in the morning, by doing a meditation, by journaling, 
by going for a hot girl walk, by working out, I don't care, whatever it is that you like to do, these are just a few examples, you will be able to tolerate stress better throughout the rest of your day because you're already setting yourself up for success. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be like a morning morning and nighttime routine. This is just an example of one thing that you can do. But I encourage you to create as much of a solid internal foundation within yourself that whatever happens in your external world and whatever stressors come up in your day-to-day life, you will be better equipped and better able to handle it so it doesn't affect you as much. And so what do I mean by that? Every like, there's always gonna be shit that's happening in our life. There's always gonna be things that stress that stress us out. But you, as an individual, can decide to what degree you let that event or that person stress you out. So over time, you can build this internal sense of resilience, so that when stressful things happen, you don't let it affect you like it's the end of the world. Oh my gosh, I literally used to let those things affect me, like I literally thought I was gonna die. If I got a bad grade, if my boss was mean to me, if, you know, something didn't go exactly my way or something happened with my car, I would freak out, start crying, I would call my dad and he would yell at me and just being like, listen, this is life. You need to learn how to handle these things. (laughs) I remember one time I messed something up with my car and I hit my tire against the whatever, the pavement or something. Okay, whatever. Something got messed up with my car. And I thought I was going to have to pay like $10,000, long story short, and ended up being like $300. And I almost got scammed into believing that I needed to pay 10 grand, but that's a story for another time. And I remember I called my dad crying and he was like, listen, you need to learn how to just do the things. Things will happen in your life. Things will come up and you have to learn to take your emotions out of it and just do it. Like just do what needs to be done to get things fixed, to get things resolved. And I think that's a great lesson in life in general is that you sometimes just have to take your emotions out of the situation and just do the things that need to get done. We love, especially as women, trust me, I'm the same way, to stress ourselves out, to get all huffy and puffy, to make a big deal out of things, to complain and to bitch about why things are the way they are. And, you know, this person did this to me and work was so stressful today and da 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 But at the end of the day, that's really not going to help you get anywhere. It's not going to help you feel better. It's not going to help change the situation. It's not going to make you any less stressed. If anything, it's just going to make things worse. And so as much as you can, try practicing to not let things stress you out as much. Takes time. And like I said, you can build this internal resilience by having a solid morning routine, by doing things that make you feel more resilient. For example, ice baths cold showers that's literally shown to help you handle stress better working out being in nature that's also shown to help be help you handle stress better grounding putting your feet in the grass or the sand being barefoot also helps your body handle stress better so there's certain certain things that you can do that'll really help you become more resilient you just have to take the initiative and the steps and continue doing that to to really help yourself not be as stressed. So that was a long-winded um, tip number one, but basically work on your stress levels, guys. <laughs> if you want better gut health and not to bloat as much, work on your stress levels. 
work on not stressing out as much about what you're eating and every little thing you're putting into your body and working on building that internal resilience so you don't allow stress to affect you as much. Okay, tip number two for unexpected gut health and bloating tips. This one might seem a little bit like counterintuitive or a weird one, but trust me on this. Okay, ready. This one helped me a lot and it was not focusing on it so much and not worrying all the time if I was bloated. Yes, my queens. This one is bigger than you'd think. And what I mean by this is that I would think about it all the time and I would constantly be checking and looking to see if I was bloated. And I would constantly be thinking about my gut health and thinking about bloating and like I just made it more of a thing in my life that I focused on a lot where now I don't really think about it as much. I'm not like looking for my bloat so that even if I am a little bit bloated or whatever, it's not like it doesn't like consume me anymore. The problem is that I think a lot of us, you know, we identify ourselves with having stomach issues or being bloated or whatever. Like we make it a part of our identity and we focus on it way too much, like way, way, way too much. And not to say you know, not to focus on it because, of course, it's good to make your gut health better and, you know, to improve your bloating and to really fix something if there is an actual problem. But I feel like there was one point where I was just looking for it all the time. And when you are constantly looking for bloating, waking up and like checking your stomach, lifting up your shirt anytime you walk by a mirror and checking about your bloating and like just constantly thinking about it all the time you're going to kind of create it more (laughs) than you think it needs to be there. And I know this because our energy goes, our energy flows where attention goes. And so what you put as your focus, which for example, let's say it's bloating, your energy is going to go towards that and go towards thinking about the bloating and looking for the bloating and like almost even subconsciously that you're seeking it out where of course you don't want the bloating but like you're looking for it and what happens when you look for something you find it your mind is very smart and your mind will find it and so if you're really serious about you know limiting your bloating or really helping with the bloating Try not to focus on it so much, guys. I know this one's easier said than done, but fill up your life and fill up your cup with so many other things going on, so many other positive things that you almost forget that the bloating's even there. Of course, sometimes, you know, if bloating's really uncomfortable, you'll feel it and you'll want to deal with it. But generally speaking, Make your life so full and so rich and make yourself so happy that you're not thinking about your bloat all the time. You're not letting it consume you. You're not focusing on it all the time. You're not making your stomach issues your identity. Like try just disconnecting from that for a second. Let your mind focus on other things. And I promise that will affect your physical being. Like I said, our minds affect our bodies 
so much more than we realize. And so if you can allow your mind to just kind of like shift its focus and not focus so much on the bloating all the time and the worrying about it, I swear this will help your physical being as well. Okay, lastly, a tip number three for my unexpected gut health and bloating tips. This one is all about slowing the F down. Yes, you guys. Something that's really huge with digestion and gut health is allowing your body to be relaxed and more importantly, to be in the parasympathetic nervous system. I find the parasympathetic nervous system to be so fascinating and learning more about it, I think has really helped me to just learn more like about my body and to notice certain things. So if there's any piece of advice I can give to you guys right now, it is to activate your parasympathetic nervous system as much as as possible because we do not activate it enough in our day-to-day stressful go, 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 go lives. So the parasympathetic nervous system is also known as the rest and digest versus our sympathetic nervous system drives the fight or flight response. And the problem is that in today's society, we are stimulating our sympathetic nervous system way more than our parasympathetic nervous system. You know, we have things to do, we are stressed, we are go, 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 we're drinking coffees all day and energy drinks, and we are just constantly stimulating our fight or flight response. Versus the parasympathetic nervous system, it's so important because that is the system that we need to activate to help relax our body to really get into digestion. And so we have to make our body feel really safe and relaxed in order to stimulate a healthy digestion. Because if you think about it, digestion is technically like a secondary process. So think about back in the old days with, you know, hunter-gatherer, caveman days, right? The more important thing was the fight or flight response. Because if you have a bear or a lion coming after you, you got to stimulate that sympathetic nervous system. You got to stimulate that fight or flight and you better start running. The adrenaline has got to start kicking in and you have got to go. And in that moment, that process is more important than digestion. So what happens when your sympathetic nervous system is turned on? Your parasympathetic nervous system, aka the rest and digest, is turned off. And so we don't realize it but we are constantly stimulating our sympathetic nervous system. Even though we don't have, you know, lions and bears chasing after us, the body doesn't know the difference. If we are stressed and in a rush and we have to go to work and we're stuck in traffic and, you know, we're doing a hundred different things at once, that's sympathetic nervous system. And then we eat rushed on the go and we wonder why our stomach hurts after eating and why we're bloated. It's because we're not allowing our bodies to get into a rest and digest state. So when you start to think about, you know, these two different states of being that our bodies can be in, it makes so much more sense because then you realize, oh shit, my body's not in a rest and digest state. Of course, it's not going to, you know, digest its food properly and really allow yourself to relax and focus on digestion because technically it is a secondary process. It's more important for your body to keep you alive, 
by activating the fight or flight response. And so if there's any piece of advice I can give to you when it comes to this stuff, it is slow the F down. Allow your body to get into that rest and digest state as much as possible. And this obviously connects a lot with tip number one, which is lowering your stress levels. But I really mean it. Like when you are eating, make sure you're not eating on the go. If you can help it, by the way. Of course, I know we're situations we're not always perfect. But as much as possible, really take your time to eat. Slow down. Allow your body to, to get into that rest and digest state. Allow your body to be in that parasympathetic nervous system because you will notice how much better you feel after eating, how much more seamless your digestion goes, simply just feeling from that rest and digest state. Like, think about how you feel after you get a massage or, you know, after you have some sort of physical touch, which, by the way, they say if you hug for like 20 seconds before eating, if you hug someone... It's really good for digestion because you're releasing oxytocin. So if you want to help get into that rest and digest state, try hugging someone that if you're eating with them for like 20, 30 seconds before you eat. I'm not kidding. My friends and I do this sometimes and it helps so much. So do the things, you know, whether that's physical touch or a meditation or putting your phone away or just sitting down and breathing for a second, like activate that parasympathetic nervous system, activate the rest and digest so that your digestion gets better and overall slow the F down. We are a society of things moving way too fast, moving 100 miles a minute, and it is not helping our gut health and bloating. Let me tell you that. When I was in Costa Rica, I was moving hella slow, living the slow life. My digestion was great. Things were moving great. And it was just from being slower. So as much as you can, I know it's not the society we live in, but as much as you can, slow down and activate that rest and digest. So I hope you enjoyed today's pod episode. If you did, please feel free to take a screenshot, share it on your stories. Let me know that you listened. I love hearing from you guys and I love you guys so much. I'll catch you in the next pod Wednesday. Mwah!